I just got one phrase sentence for this week. <clears throat> oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that is, I, that most certainly relates uh, more mm-hmm. than anything. Um, yeah. A, a shout out to uh, CJ from yep. <laughs> San Andreas San there. Andreas. Uh, and we don't really mean no more than that. So what we nope. watched this week, Sid? <laughs> this week we tuned into Gully, uh, released 2019, directed by Nabil Elderkin. Written by Marcus J. Guillory and starring Kelvin Harrison Jr., Jacob Lattimore, Charlie Plummer, and Jonathan Majors. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And every week we watch a black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. Mm. Each and every week we start off with my favorite segment, our 60 second challenge, where Alexis will explain the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less. This week we already gave him a shout out at the top of the review, but it's sponsored by my man CJ and his homies down in San Andreas. (laughs) All right. The Grove. The Grove. <laughs> Who voiced CJ? That's what I want to know. I would like to know that. I don't know. Yeah. We'll get to that later. It'll be a fun fact at the end of the episode. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's start this clock. Okay. So in LA, uh, we back in LA this week. Um, mm-hmm. There's three teenage boys who is named Calvin, Jesse, and Nikki. They is all severely traumatized and severely uh, just uh, downtrodden and done. Like, you know how some people can s- slip through the cracks? Mm-hmm. They fail through the abyss. It wasn't even yeah. a crack. Um, yeah. Just terrible life situations. Yeah. Um, Jesse's a little offbeat, prone to violence. Nikki is... Um, uh, also, okay, he's okay. They're all offbeat and prone to violence. Yes, <laughs> and they go through a series of bad things and a, a string of crimes mm-hmm. um, on in in this like time period, and they all end up in pretty bad places. Two seconds left, and yeah, that summed it up. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Um, that's gully and we're gonna get into that after the break all right y'all before we get into our general thoughts on gully wanted to first shout out and i manifested this friend of the show mark harris filmmaker behind white people money a film we reviewed a few weeks ago if you haven't checked out that review go ahead and listen to it after this one and go watch the film uh, Mark reached out to us on Twitter. Just let us know he enjoyed the review. Um, appreciated us reviewing the film. And also bigged up our Who Came to Act nominee for Aaron D. Spears. So shout out to Aaron, Mark, all cast and crew involved. Uh, we had a great time. A lot of fun watching and reviewing that film. And lastly, also want to shout out Malik Big League Smith, uh, who was a security guard. Here we go, guys. Let's travel with me. When we did our first holiday movie review, Christmas Bells, 
back in 2020. He was a security guard in the mall in that film. Uh, he hit us up, let us know he loved that review. Uh, he said we'd be on goofy vibes. So shout out to you, Big Leak. We try to make it fun, interesting. Have a good time while we're here. Uh, and then just for all of our listeners out there, hit us up. Let us know what you think about the review. We love hearing from y'all. Filmmakers, likewise, DM us, comment on under our tweets, under our IG post. Uh, get that extra context from y'all makes our days even better. So uh, thank y'all and back to the show. So Sydney, what did you think of Gully? Well, um, first things first, I just want to say what comes to my mind whenever I hear the word gully. Uh, It takes me back to a movie that's much more uh, joyful, Um, Mm -hmm. not as dark. uh, Brown Sugar starring Tay Diggs and Sanaa Lathan when he's trying to convince Most Def to sign to him. And Most is like, you ain't gully. And he proves that he is gully by cleaning his cab. I'm gully. (laughs) I'm gully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's where I first my mind first went. So I was excited to see how, how this word would, you know, be a part of another film that I get to watch and now review on the show. Uh, with that said, this movie was way too violent for me in subject matter um, as well as visually. Um, and I was a little disheartened because a lot of the actors in this, I'm a big fan of and love. So I was super excited to see them in like this new project. It's like, you know, getting like you were saying a lot of, um, a lot of reviews. It's like pretty hot right now, like the movie review streets. So mm-hmm. I was excited to get into that. But after sitting through this film and like really paying attention, I didn't enjoy my watch of this. It was a lot of my spirit. And I, after this went off, I went and watched an episode of Abbott Elementary to cleanse myself because it was a lot. So, yes. What did you think of Gully? This is... You used to say this a lot. I had to watch this movie in parts. I had to continue to take Mm. breaks from this movie Mm -hmm. and pause the TV and be like, okay, I need to take a couple laps around the the house. (laughs) Yeah. Because this is too much. (laughs) (laughs) I don't be doing that. (laughs) You, Mm -hmm. You know? So that that says a lot. So it's needless to say, I got no enjoyment out of watching this movie. I yeah. wasn't at the end of it. I wasn't quite comfortable saying that the movie was bad. I mean, I knew unequivocally that I didn't like it. Right, <laughs> that I same. didn't enjoy it <laughs> at all. Um <laughs> And that the amount of suffering I had to consume, which felt like my own suffering now, I feel like I'm suffering, wasn't worth it in the end. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think as we go on, I can um, get to a more uh, grounded opinion about what I think of the actual filmmaking and stuff of the movie. Um, So that's, that's where I'm at with it. All right. Let's get into these scenes. 
Here on the new Chitlin' Circuit, we like to start with the first scene in the movie. And this movie opens up, you know, we're getting a little voiceover from Mr. Kelvin Harrison Jr., a favorite here and mm. in the households of many young black women across the country, uh, a favorite. <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm you shivering I'm and gyrating. <laughs> Since we're at the, I never... We're at the top of the episode before we really get into what's going on. I just want to put it up here because if he does listen to it, he'll hear it. First hand up top. Okay, girl. Kelvin, um, we did a few of your movies season one. We did Jen, which also stars Zoe Renee, who's in this as well. She has a role here. And then we also did Waves. Um, I only shot my shot at Waves because we made a rule for a season. You can only shoot your shot once at an mm-hmm. actor. But it's a new mm-hmm. season. So, Kelvin, I think something tells me you live in New York or you're here kind of often. Listen, our email and our website is in the link in bio. Um, I will accept a date. We can go somewhere very low-key. I know lots of low-key spots. So, um, yeah, that's all I want to say up top, up front. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. So, <laughs> be sure to send it to her email, Sid at the new com. Don't send that to the regular um, inbox because I don't want to see I'll it. I'll answer either one. Don't be a hater. Oh, okay. Now you're sending your coochie through the mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're getting some exposition uh, in the voiceover from Kelvin Harrison's character, whose, whose name is Jesse in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, and you know, it's just general stuff. I knew the movie wasn't, I knew the movie wasn't going to be all that happy. It's called it's Gully. Called Gully. <laughs> <laughs> and from the first exposition, I could tell they was going through it. Like it was kind of mm-hmm. like, but it didn't seem like it was that bad at first. Cause it's, right, it right. sounded kind of like the wood, like how they, yes. they were going through tough times there, but yeah. you know, there was joy to be had. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> That wasn't the case here. It's actually quite serious. Quite serious, <laughs> isn't it? Which is how quite we serious. cope with uh, <laughs> subject matter that's too hard. We, just, we quote that same TikTok. It's actually quite serious, isn't quite it? Quite serious, isn't it? <laughs> um, no, the, it, it's it's bad. So, you know, we get open up and we see that Jesse's character, we, we come to realize he doesn't talk. Jesse mm-hmm. is nonverbal. Um, yeah. and he's sitting in the bathtub uh, and... Uh, he his guardian comes home and you know he's yeah. like Jesse gets up and like pretends that he's brushing his teeth or something and his his guardian mm-hmm. is this big white man. Now I not I didn't a lot think of, much about it then. Yeah, I thought like maybe he was I adopted. Thought, or, yeah, I thought you know, this was the a group home or something. I don't yeah. know. Um so I didn't think much of that. And so yeah, that's that. And then we zoom mm-hmm. over and we see Calvin, who is played by Jacob Lattimore, who yeah. I commend for the variety of roles mm-hmm. he accepts. Yes. Jacob Lattimore, can't nobody say that he doesn't give us range. Nobody That's can say true. it. That's true. That's <laughs> true. And he went can from it. like kid, teen, heartthrob, like his mm-hmm. transition from child, teen actor to adult, I th- I think has been great and seamless, and people don't talk about it enough. So I do yeah. want to also give him some like big ups and credit. I enjoy a lot of his acting. So I do, I really yeah. do. I re- I have rewatched Collateral Beauty. <laughs> oh girl, I forgot he was one of the fake angels in that. Ooh. Yeah, and I thought he mm. was good in that. And then I, I loved him in um that uh, Tiffany Haddish movie 
with the white girl. Oh, um, um, he was so funny in that. He yes. has a small role, but yeah. it was funny. Yeah, he's good so, in the shy too on Showtime. Oh, he has a main role. Yes, he's really. You good know, I that. don't be watching. You know, I don't yeah. be watching the shy. He's good in the shy. Um, maybe one day, maybe when it's yeah. through, I can watch it straight through. Yeah, I think they got renewed for one more season, so you know. Yeah. yeah? Okay. No. Okay. Then we almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing Calvin, who is. A slightly offbeat guy. So Calvin is, one, obsessed with Venus. um, Mm -hmm. And two, he's just kind of a sporadic type of guy. You know, we don't know what his actual diagnosis is. His mom says that the doctors told him that he was a little special, um, Mm -hmm. you know, as a euphemism. And we see her, like, pushing him to take, like, meds and stuff that clearly he isn't taking yeah. 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 And you know, I could see some things about him. He's he's kind of torn between realities. One, mm-hmm. um, yeah. between the reality of like of like fake like video games in his head and like mm-hmm. kind of like living in a fantasy world. Yeah. Um, and he's a bit obsessive. I think one production um, touch that characterized him was mm-hmm. the way his room was painted. Did you notice that? I didn't actually. The room was completely the same color blue. Every surface in the room was huh. blue. Like the same color I blue. Did not clock that. Yeah. And that is like a very, you know, they don't say whether like if he's on the spectrum or mm-hmm. anything like right, that. Right. Um but there are little cues kind of mm-hmm. and I think um that's definitely, or like him just having an obsessive personality as well. Yeah. Um, yep. Being like dead set and wanting the your entire surrounding to be covered in one Certain color. Way. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it kind of tracks. So I thought that was a nice characterization touch for him. Mm, and we see mm-hmm. him, you know, his mom's trying to get him to take his medicine and get ready for school. Right, right. Where were you at so far? Because we still have to meet so Nikki, far, yeah, the white boy. Um, Where were you I'm, at with this now? I'm in it still at this point. I'm like, okay, so we're 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 in we're getting an introduction to our main three characters, which I think was great. So we we understand all of their home environments up front. Uh we see like clearly they're all very close. After we meet Nikki, we see them all come together. Um and so I I wanted to see like what this journey is are gonna go on throughout this movie at this point. Cause now we see how they kind of interact, um, who they are as people. So what's next? So I was, I yeah. was still, you know, a willing participant in the mm-hmm. film and in, in viewership at that point. Yeah. At this point of the movie, I thought we were going to get like a more grungy, the wood. Mm-hmm. And then that was taken away from me. Um, I was, I was at every point up until the climax of the movie, up until like the midpoint of the movie, at every point yeah. I was looking for a reason to like it. Um, yeah, same. So I thought we were going to get a gritty the wood. And then this scene comes where Calvin is talking with his like guidance counselor at high school. And his, and his counselor is telling him, you did so well in the PSAT. We need you to retake the SAT and not mark D mm-hmm. for everything. Why'd you yeah. mark D? And Calvin says, well, D is for damned. And it's supposed to be like spooky and like uh, deep. Yeah, so then I said, like okay. Foreshadowing. Yeah. His first said, character basically. Yeah. Okay. This isn't a gritty the wood this is a bad juice and i could get into that <laughs> i could get into that oh i also want to recant something i said a few weeks ago can i do that yeah well i'm i'm curious to what it is when we was watching strange fruit tale of a black girl lost and i said uh-huh. uh, all these movies is tell is always cautionary tales of women 
going down the wrong path. But what about men? Yeah. Like Juice, that's probably the most famous cautionary uh, tale for young men. Yeah. Somebody tweeted recently though, like how Juice like turned from just like a hood movie to a horror movie <laughs> with yeah. one look. Tupac gave one look and I said, oh, this yeah. is scary. And it got unhinged quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real quick. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's what I thought. I said, okay, we're just going to get a, a bad juice. And I could okay. do that. I could do that, especially with these actors. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And we started on that path. <laughs> so at some point, you know, we realized Nikki has gotten a girl pregnant and mm-hmm. Calvin from rip was extremely erratic um with the things he would say so he tells the girl to get an abortion in a very uh very not pc way yeah Yeah. (laughs) and he continue like that's how he talks to people there's not one scene Mm -hmm. in the movie where calvin has a pleasant exchange with anyone (laughs) yeah um i don't see why they like being around him i don't see why yeah i mean one obviously has to work for the movie, but like is maybe it's just one of those things. They they are clearly trauma bonded somehow, yeah. some way. They all know that in whatever way they've all experienced something way yeah. too soon in life. None of them should have ever like ever experienced. Yeah. And they I guess you just kinda you kinda stick to people who you think have that same kind of situation going on and y'all yeah. can just do what you want to do. So we're going to put a trigger warning in here because this movie is really just dark. Um, yeah. And, well, I'll put it higher up in the episode. Mm-hmm. And so the first person we learn about is Nikki, who, you know, is going with this girl who is black. Um, yeah. She's Keisha. going. Yeah. Keisha uh, going to <laughs> Keisha's folks' house, and they are they. He couldn't get good into the yard. Mad as hell. Um, they I run love- him off. <laughs> Out the like off the off the block. literally run him off. At this movie, like I found so the the director Nabil, he's a, a mostly known for like music videos. He's a big music video yeah. director, so this is his first feature. Um, I, I think that explains why like so many like big like music artists and talent were in this film. Also, like Travis mm-hmm. Scott was in it. Vince Staples was Keisha's yeah. brother who ran Homie off the block. Uh, yeah. Terrence Howard. Yeah. So I thought that was. That's, Another reason why I was excited to watch the movie, seeing the cast yeah. cast list. I'm like, okay, this is this is dope cast. Yeah. So yes, Vince Staples runs him off the lawn, but it's not yeah. funny. Usually, Vince Staples is kind of funny, but yeah. <laughs> it wasn't funny. No. It was kind of scary. Yeah. So Nikki, he has this, and I'm having to do a lot of inferring. I'm having mm-hmm. to do a lot of like imagining, you know, yeah, yeah, about what the character might think. So I'm like, okay, yeah, young man, nothing to lose, all mad and feeling. Um, emasculated so Mm -hmm. he sees someone tagging a wall which is apparently his father's like murals on the wall yeah um so he just violently like knocks this person out sprays that literally grand theft auto style like you do that when you take somebody's uh spray paint you knock them out (laughs) and you spray them in the face um and then we get this flashback to see the history of nikki and his father Mm-hmm. Nikki was small. His father, I, I assume, killed somebody killed right in, in front, front of, of his face with yeah. his bare hands. Yeah. Um, so that's not good. Um, and that's traumatizing. Like that's yeah. That's, that's something horrifying. that'll yeah. So yeah, that explains, I guess, his aggression. Um, yeah, and also sets the pattern for what we're going to see with 
each of these characters in this friend group and how they have all experienced something just as traumatic and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it only escalates from there mm-hmm. and this movie. Okay. So when we get this, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, this is kind of like a bad juice thing. Um, right. Okay. Right. I got it. I'm like with he's going to be I'm... like the, the problem friend that gets them into yeah. some mess and they're going to throughout this day journey, whatever, they're going to have to figure out how to get out of it or something. That's what I thought right. we were going. That's what I thought after. was going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, what then ensues is senseless. So they are, is it all right if I hop forward a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go for it. They're chilling on the couch and they're playing the video game and Calvin uh says let's take the game outside and this game mm-hmm. is like grand theft auto yep so we're also getting these little graphics um which i thought the graphics were kind of cool but i feel like i thought the the motif didn't wrap around though yeah like, and i could understand like was all the graphics only calvin's perspective because sometimes i feel like it would come up too with jesse and also with nikki yeah. but i guess they're all in the game and taking it to like like if they made it like Pokemon Go, but like GTA style, and that's scary. Yeah, as a I play Grand Theft Auto, and I would yeah. never do none of that stuff in real life at all. <laughs> um, so they go outside and they plan on robbing somebody. This yeah. is after they like trash Travis Scott's um, DVD store. DVD store. <laughs> DVD. Who the hell has a DVD store? And he's behind <laughs> bulletproof glass, so clearly it's yeah. like something illegal going on there. Yeah. Um. And these kids are just unhinged. And I, I think there's a good reason why Jesse, uh, the nonverbal friend played by Calvin mm-hmm. Harrison Jr., is a good reason why Jesse hangs out with Calvin because Calvin is kind of a ringleader and Calvin mm-hmm. is uh, like like an anger translator. <laughs> right, <laughs> that right. Where right, Jesse right. can't express himself, Calvin gives him the permission to mm-hmm. be violent whenever he feels and, like, you know, express yep. in that way. Yep. So they go um, and ambush someone outside of the liquor store, somebody who's like selling pills. They ambush him, like Calvin cracks him over the head with his skateboard. They just run down Mm -hmm. on him, rob him and drive off, um, popping pills. Yeah. I mean, they was popping pills like Altoids. Right. Right. (laughs) Now, I don't know nothing about that, but I just can't (laughs) imagine taking more than two pills or anything. I take two Advil and I'd be like, ooh, that's enough. <laughs> that's this enough. Knock me down a little bit. I'm feeling a little yeah. a little light. Yeah. Right. I take two Advil in the morning and hesitate taking another two same. at 7 p.m. The, same, the same day. So, I, what's the hours between this? That's what I have to call yeah, my mom. I okay, Google so that I every took, time. Right. I took two Tylenol Extra Strength this morning around 11. It's yeah. 10.30. Can I take two more or is that a no-no? <laughs> and I, you know what you say every time, but it's extra strength. <laughs> I want to know. This is extra strength. So like, it's an extra doses of something. I need to make oh sure I'm good. <laughs> but so the same, they do not have that caution. So these no. are young men who are throwing caution to the, they have no caution to throw really actually. No, yeah. So they just live the recklessly. That's going but on. I think it's because they all think they don't have nothing to lose. Yeah. Here's okay, first thought. I said I figure out my thoughts as we talk about it, and I just got my first one. Mm-hmm. Head was empty before. 
<laughs> one thought now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, this movie is leaning on a lot of prior material. It's leaning on mm-hmm. a lot of um similar movies from the past, not in direct yes. reference, but in just the cultural lexicon. Yeah. It, yeah. We're how we're grads today. Of, yes. In the <laughs> cultural uh lexicon. <laughs> because yeah. th- I was thinking that because literally Calvin's character goes like he gets obsessed with going to the beach mm-hmm. and it's about freedom and waves and stuff. And I'm like, how yep. many fucking movies <laughs> are we going to do with that? Like, yeah. like That's the one thing we got to do today. I mean, Barry Jenkins has one scene with Mahershala <laughs> and now every and little Alex character. Alex Ribby, yeah. Ribby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tribute. And now yeah. every, you don't have many movies we've seen with that as a theme. Night comes on. <laughs> Night comes on, waves, uh, clearly. Waves, yeah, also. Uh, with Moonlight being the original, there was another one as well, because I had this same comment on that one, too. What was uh, it? What movie was it? About trying to get to the water. Yeah. I got it now. I'm going through our Instagram. I'm drawing a blank on it, but damn it, I remember that. Yeah. How many times would we do And when I thought it, when I was just, I was just about to say that, because it's important, because something happened mm-hmm. when they were on the way to the beach. I was going to yeah. say that, and I realized this movie's drawing on a lot, like leaning, not really even drawing, just depending a lot on calling these like um, motifs that we've associated with something deep mm-hmm. before yeah. and expecting us to see the deepness, the depth in it now oh, where there written. is yeah. none. Yeah. That's what I, that's my first thought. Because at this point in the movie, when they decide to rob, homeboy take the pills take the car and they decide this is how we get into the beach i go okay so we're gonna okay. get in a lot more trouble yeah. end up at the beach wash away these quote-unquote sins and the movie's gonna wrap mm-hmm. and i would have been okay with that mm-hmm. but that's not what we got last black man in san francisco he gets in the boat and rolls away. oh yes also starring jonathan majors oh yeah. excellent that, that was a good movie yeah, that was <laughs> nobody had phenomenal to phenomenal movie. Yeah, go phenomenal. through all of this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're on the way. Okay. 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 This is nonsense. There's no reason to try and I can I I physically actually cannot recount the 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 scenes of this movie chronologically because then it would require me to replay the movie in my head. Yeah. So I'm gonna lot. just need to give you the information that you can handle and mm-hmm. that I can handle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Backstory on Calvin, uh, his father was a very hard man and he was mm-hmm. killed in front of him by the police. Yes, by the police. And yeah. Jesse has the most tragic backstory where this white man he lives with kidnapped, kidnapped him. Kidnapped him. So yeah. we keep seeing this scene of the last time he saw his mom. He was like seven years mm-hmm. old. And this white man takes him from his mom in the laundromat while yep. his mom's like in the bathroom and has since been abusing him ever yes. since. He is, this boy is now like 17 years old. Yeah. I cannot even, I don't know how anyone could even imagine a, a, a torture and a terror that bad like, yeah. to even write. Like that's, that's worse than precious. That's, you're right. at least she know where her mama at. That's worse <laughs> than precious. Yeah, like you're I, right. I, that's, is at that point in the movie, that's I had to pause. Because um, once we found out that homeboy was 
abusing him. That was, I was like, oh my yeah. God, wait a minute. This is foster dad. But then it's like, no, 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 this is not his foster dad. This man no. kidnapped him. And yes, I thought we and were just him- a random boy. Like yes, has yeah. him in a house by himself. So by the white himself, man only yeah. comes every now, like once a week, and mm-hmm. the white man lived way across town. Has a family. With his family. Yeah, I cannot even imagine no shit like that. I don't even know how they imagine this to write to write that. <laughs> I can't even that conjure crazy. that up in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard for me to hold in my head right now. <laughs> yeah. So, them is the backstories. Now the problem. Second thought. I got two thoughts now. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Second thought. The main issue with this movie is that they all the same character. All three yeah. of the boys, while they have different bad coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. they all like, are the traumas. same character. Yeah, they have the yeah. sources of their trauma are different. And mm-hmm. like the type of coping mechanism is slightly different, even though they all use yeah. violence. Yeah. Um, the magnitude of the trauma and the like magnitude of their trauma response is the same they're the mm-hmm. same character just that's three true. different like actors's take on it yeah it's the same yeah. character and that's an issue because you don't have any like it, the movie's terribly unbalanced and it it deals with these big huge things that are Issues hard to even beams. hold in my yeah. head let alone write shoot and direct and direct <laughs> it, yeah it deals with these big things with almost no nuance but then it makes me think, like, what was said to these actors uh, yeah. when, you know, if they either, you know, came and auditioned for the role or if these scripts were sent to them. And, like, their agents were like, hey, man, we got this script. Uh, you know, yeah, writer has some other writing credits under his belt, but he's trying to make this, like, dark hood movie, which is what I'm assuming was, like, the, the like, the one-liner about, like, <laughs> the theme <laughs> And they read these scripts and then agreed to do the roles. But, like, I've seen every role except two that Kelvin Harrison Jr. has done have been very dark, twisted teens. Um, we've talked about Jace, Jacob's range. So maybe, he, you know, yeah. he's adding to his range belt with this. Yeah. And I don't know Charlie Plummer very well. Uh, but Jonathan yeah. Majors, we know that man has all the range. We know his body, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Because that's where I was left when the movie ended. I said, oh my God, they agreed to do this? Yeah. So they take to the streets, they do their first robbery, and Calvin is driving the car to the beach, and a white mm-hmm. man in a Mercedes truck is honking at them and, like, you know, just traffic yeah. um, beefing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Calvin. Yeah. You know, runs him down, you know, like follows him home, home. then breaks into his house, kicks his ass, kicked the white ass, his family, yeah, and steals his car. Car, yeah. What? And they continue on their journey, but at this point, it's nighttime. (laughs) Got three (laughs) thoughts now. Okay, this movie, every plot line of this movie. Feels like mm-hmm. something my mama read on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. It does feel like 
uh, when Oprah Winfrey would have her, mm-hmm. like, you know, every season she have like two or three episodes, a certain special. Like remember when it was, when kids was playing like the choking game, when that first yeah. came out. I told or- you I was getting my hair braided at, uh, you know, at an African lady. She had a shop in her, she converted her garage to a shop. It was nice. She uh-huh. did good. Um, and the, that Dr. Phil special came on because it was on yeah. all the shows. I, all the shows. I don't, yeah. I don't think Ellen. I don't think Ellen touched on this, but Doctor the real yeah, talk show that. host touched on this, and she asked me, "Is I won't do the accent because that's offensive." But she mm-hmm. asked me, um, "Is that are they doing that?" <laughs> and I'm like ten. I ain't never heard of this. I still I think they made that shit up. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that because that was one of the episodes. Because you know, I watch Oprah with my mom every day yeah. after school. Yeah. That was our thing to do together. And that was one where yeah. like Oprah gave like her trigger warning up top. My mom was like, "I don't know if you should be watching this one." I was like, me, mom, relax. We we're girls. we watch this show every day. I'm grown. Me, nine. <laughs> I know what's going on, <laughs> but that was one of, that stuck with me and it kind of triggered me. I said, "Oh my god, actually yeah. trying to choke me." I'm gonna say no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I think they made that up. And so she was asking me because her son was like a young, a year or two younger than me. She was uh-huh. like, "Do they do you, do you know if they play that in soccer?" Because I put him in soccer, and I'm like, "Lady, I can't help you. I don't. <laughs> first off, I ain't never. I have never touched a soccer ball, a soccer ball in my life. <laughs> I am African American. I did. Now, I play <laughs> soccer. Don't do that. Okay. Well, I didn't grow up in that type of neighborhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> I play soccer played... for a good little chunk, from like five to twelve. I play soccer. Oh, okay, we play stickball in the cul-de-sac, <laughs> and I played that uh, too I, in the cul-de-sac. Okay, we ain't never played. Didn't nobody in my neighborhood have a soccer ball? Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody. Oh damn! Yeah. We had a, we had a little goal in the backyard. We had the cone set up so I could do my drills. Yeah, we was we was living a suburban life. <laughs> I forget we was raised different sometimes. <laughs> I cause I well I just no need for me. I can tell you that uh, offline. <laughs> Uh-huh. About the the basketball goal I had in my backyard, we didn't pave the rest of us, so I was trying to dribble on grass. It was really hard. Yeah, oh, it was really yeah. hard. Um, but we can put get it in the front of the house. We didn't have. What do you think about that? <laughs> we didn't have no room for that. <laughs> it was no room to fit there. Um, so it was it was a struggle. Uh, it was also yeah. on the hill, so I couldn't. Oh, that's probably <laughs> honestly. Uh, your parents set you up. That's probably why you weren't really a good basketball player growing up, because you <laughs> you were dribbling on grass. <laughs> they set you up. Thank they you. knew. Thank you. They knew eventually you was gonna you was gonna give out, <laughs> so they set you up. I never thought of it that way. That's what it was. <laughs> I could have had talent. I could yeah, have. You could have. But I couldn't practice my handles at home because Not I was dribbling all. on grass. On grass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you That's did. That's a conversation right you needed I'm, to have. Uh-huh. I'm calling my mama tonight. Yeah. Well, we're getting off track because we don't want to talk about the trauma of this movie. (laughs) Um, so they do another crime and so then they meet a white some white girls at the liquor store who think they is a rapper. They think Jesse is a rapper. Um and he she goes, Is that him? Is that him? Calvin goes, of course that's him. So her dumbass and her f- dumbass friend and her- Gets in a uh, car with these boys. Gets in the car with these boys <laughs> and goes to the club. And I'm thinking, this don't even look nice. Look around, bitch. Don't. You in the ghetto. <laughs> Put two and two together. Together. And you're white. What are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> You sound like that uh, in the office when Michael was trying to give Stanley CPR. You okay. you can't die. Barack is president. You're black. 
That's how I felt in there, girl. Look around. You are white. You're out of place. You don't belong here. Save yourself. Yourself. Literally. (laughs) But no. So, I mean, frankly, it's hard to even quantify or understand, like, what went wrong here. Calvin is not right. And he is dead set on things being violent and um, wrong. So they is taking all these pills and stuff and they all drunk and high. And just now, this is important. So Nikki is having sex with one of these girls in the back of this car. Mm -hmm. And the Nick, the, the girl, her brother was there, you know, a white boy brother was there. So he comes and is like, what the fuck? What's going on here? And Calvin hits him in the face, knocks him out. Yep. Then they just leave them with the truck because the truck's stolen. <laughs> stolen anyway, yeah. And we see the next morning, they, the white people wake up and they is just crying on the news. <laughs> you gotta understand, I did not steal this. I, right, I, I thought I, I was hanging this wasn't out me. With, with JPEG Mafia. I thought <laughs> I was... <laughs> Not JPEG Mafia. <laughs> I was tr- trying to think of an obscure musician that yeah, a white person yeah. would, m- would, would mistake for going there. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and sadly, it continues. It does. They uh, they do more crimes. They go and they, they kill the, the white dude who uh, kidnapped Jesse. Jesse. Mm-hmm. And Nikki ends up getting arrested because he left his phone in the truck while he was back there with that girl. Yeah, and so he's arrested on those charges. Now I don't understand how they went to go visit him because, hmm. well, that's dangerous. Was... What do you mean? Because if he got knocked for coming in there and roughing up them white people and stealing their car. Yeah. Then they know he got two black accomplices. So then he oh, had two true. black people come visit him. I wouldn't yeah, go like, down there. I wouldn't it? be yeah. down well, in that jailhouse. Clearly, Jesse and Calvin, that was not front of mind for them. Um, as after we see the events that took place before, I don't think they even put that together, honestly. <sighs> so. <laughs> and Jonathan and he, Majors is in this movie as well. Yeah, his but his character is it, unrelated. He has a B plot, yeah, but it's not related. It's like he knows these boys from you know before he got locked up because he gets we yeah. in the beginning of the movie he gets released from jail. He's trying to cash a check or something, and they won't let him because he don't got no ID. Yeah. Um, but like he's just trying to you know go on a straight and narrow, walk around a neighborhood with a lawnmower. Uh, you know, he ends up working for like, another older woman on the block who also knows the boys, yeah, but he's just kind of like there. But Terrence Howard is also in this movie as like the, Oh, he's, he's spot on in this. Yeah. This, y'all remember yeah. that interview with Terrence Howard was talking all that mathematics oh, yeah. on the red carpet. He, got, he just yeah. do that the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So then after Nikki, he goes to jail. He's like, take care of my baby for me. Y'all got to take mm-hmm. care of my baby. Um, Nikki, not, not Nikki, Calvin and Jesse Calvin. are at the liquor store. And the boys they robbed way earlier in the movie come and shoot Calvin. Now, yeah. the movie waits all the way to right then to try and build some sympathy 
for you for Calvin because he gets this yeah. like his skateboard gets broken and mm-hmm. like he's a very obsessive like person. Yes. So that was devastating for him. He's walking he through the hood like somebody stole his dog. Yeah. He yeah. buries it. And his mom gets him a cape, like a decorative cape. Mm-hmm. It sounds like what it is. It's like a, a cape. Yeah. Um, and Jesse uh, plays along with it and like wears like a sheet as a cape. Like he's a very mm-hmm. childlike person, Calvin is. So the movie intentionally only waits until 10 minutes before they kill him to try and drum up sympathy, which fourth thought, final thought. <laughs> You see, I went from zero thoughts to four thoughts. You just got yeah. to give me time. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth thought. That's why the movie's not good. I have decided. Mm. The movie's not good. And the reason why is because it was just it it was just an emotion drill. Like yeah. it was just ringing a bunch of sirens and getting you to like playing on these emotions of like fear mm-hmm. and sadness. Um, yep. and hopelessness and despair, like playing on these feelings that are very uncomfortable for someone to sit in mm-hmm. for no payoff or no real purpose at all. It just yeah. did it for the sake of the emotions. Um, and I knew by the time I was 30 minutes into the movie, I knew that this is a movie that I would, one, not advise anybody to watch, and two, never, ever, ever in my life watch again. Watch again, yeah. But sometimes there are good movies like that. Like Fruitvale Station is on many people's list of movies they would never, ever, ever watch again. I was going to say, yeah, because I saw it so, once, yeah. I, I got what I needed. But also I, right. but, I but also put Fruitvale Station in a different light because it happened to an actual person. I agree. And that's when I was like, when I was watching it, at that point when I decided that I'm never watching it again, I had to then yeah. figure out, is this a movie... That I'm not gonna watch again because it was bad or because I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's both. It's both. I hate yeah. to say it. And I okay. think I that's wanted why to wait until we got bad. this far in to give my my real thought. I I, I yeah. didn't I, well, I already said I didn't enjoy it, but I don't think it was good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was good. Um, because I don't think it came from a genuine place. Uh this reminds me a lot of Licks. Um, that oh, movie we yeah. watched a couple of months back last season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just going through all of this violence and absurdity mm-hmm. and trauma and, and suffering yep. for what? What reason? You're not telling a true story. You don't have a message. Mm-hmm. You didn't give anybody any real redemption. The, the, redeemer is, the redemption is supposed to be that Jesse goes to the beach because he'd been dreaming about the beach and he screams yep. and he ha- that's the first and time he speaks yep. in the movie. Now he yeah. has his voice. And he's voice. also free of that white man. Yeah. But are you? Because we are free of that, but you're not like the situation only gets marginally better. This guy. Yeah. Don't his, he is kidnapped still. Yeah. Like Still. he has no idea where his family is. He has no support. Yeah. And then also, what happens to his Jesse name? Now? He's seventeen. Yeah, his name is. That's even not Jesse. even like, his name. It was like Aaron or something. Aaron was, was his name. Aaron, yeah. His mom was calling him Aaron. You yeah. is not and right now after he's that. Clearly, going to be. I'm assuming his character will end up on the street or something because, well, he can't stay in that house no more. Um. I, you, you know, now he doesn't even have is. his two friends. Yeah, well, yeah. For what? 
why'd you make me watch this? Like, that's the question I have yeah. to the universe. Why did I have to go through this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like even just rehashing this movie, I got bad vibes. I'm going to have to light a candle and yeah. watch some Bob's Burgers or something just to, even some, just talking about this movie. About it's to watch Modern Family once we wrap. Yeah. I need some Phil yeah. Duffy in my life right now. Yes. <laughs> this yeah. was awful to experience. Mm-hmm. So... I and this is uh, not something I say frequently, but girl, homegirl, don't watch this. If you like your vibes to be good, your mental to be right. Like I say, yeah. If you want to sleep this. peacefully, if you enjoy a yeah. restful night's peace of sleep, I wouldn't recommend. Don't watch this. If you want to watch something similar, you could watch Juice. Um, you could mm-hmm. watch Lean on Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could watch. <laughs> Watch the wood. Go watch, watch the that. wood. Yeah, watch the wood. Go see Stacy. Uh, follow them around. You know, yeah. trying. Yeah, go watch them. Go go yeah. see Mike. Learn how to dance for the first time with the bunny. That's that's good. Right. You know, hood movie stuff. Right. A little bit of yeah. Go this was that. missing a lot of the elements of a hood movie. Um, yeah. And I'm t- and you can't. If you ain't got all the ingredients, you can't make the, you know, you can't do the recipe, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. So not for me. And I don't think it's for any of our, I wouldn't recommend it. Our, yeah, our, our core listener base. I don't think this is, this isn't one for us, but, um, we can wrap up. You feel less sad watching Precious. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Actually. So. Who came well, to act? Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into the awards. Um, each and every episode, I nominate uh, someone for the Who Came to Act Award. Uh, that person, I think, left it all on the screen in this particular movie. And at the end of the season, we crown one. And I mean one. We watched, like, I don't know, like 40 movies or something like that a season. And out of all of them, only one gets the crown. Mm-hmm. So for this week's nominee, I like to nominate... Mr. Jacob Lattimore. I know we gave him some big ups up top. Um, just, you know, adding to his his range, uh, just his belt, uh, you know, taking different roles. But for what it was worth, I do think, I I think he did a great performance. I'm sure with what was given to him and how the character was described to him and whatever was in the script, I think he nailed it. So, uh, Jacob, you're this week's nominee. Mm-hmm, Yep. Now, he's not in the studio with us tonight, so I'm going to accept that on his behalf because he did great. Uh, it was wonderful yeah. to see you in this, Mr. Lattimore. Um, and I've known your work for a very long time, so it's, yeah. uh, I'm just glad to see you keep it keep it going and keep the keep improving on the craft. Um, yeah. Even definitely. though every time I see you, I'm like, damn, this guy's good. <laughs> and you <laughs> get better every time. So, yep. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C H I T L I N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Jonathan Majors is built up like a fucking Ken doll from 1965. And Listen, I as love they say, every inch of it. Baby got it going on.
he has it going on like the physique <laughs> the face the skin that body fuzzy hairline i, I love, love it. it all i love it <laughs> the way the booty be sitting up i love it all Perched. what that man can do for a Ooh. t-shirt um, i love mm. it all to be a thread yeah. on that t-shirt my mama anyway you see i was admiration you were uh <laughs> you reached you stepped over the line <laughs> Too lustful. Yeah, oh. it was lusty. It was it lusty. Was lusty. Oh. Oh, <laughs> let's okay. um, let's get started. Let's go to work here. Okay. 